Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, Warren Geo coming to you live for the old Ford Tough Studio on the Fan and CBS Sports Network. Wildcard weekend set. Giants, Vikings, 440 on Sunday. And of course, you've got the Monday night football playoff game this year for the first time ever. That is going to be the Cowboys and the Bucks. And there's a lot of these games that, man, it, like, they're just, there's toss-ups. And there's two that you believe are going to be very easy victories for the opponents, the home teams that are hosting. And that is the Seahawks going to the 49ers and the Dolphins going to the Bills. I also think the Bengals, you know, they're a five-and-a-half-point favorite. But a lot of people are going to love the Bengals. You know, the rest of these games, to me, are complete toss-ups. Well, three out of the six games are divisional rematches. Yeah. So Seahawks 49ers rematch, Dolphins-Bills rematch. I don't know if Tua's playing. I haven't read anything about that. I, I doubt he's playing. He hasn't practiced at all. And then you have the Ravens at the Bengals. And, you know, Lamar Jackson hasn't done anything for two months. Anything. He hasn't practiced. It's I not don't... two months, is it? It's, I think it's, yeah. eight, it's one month. Is it one no, month? No, it's more than that. All right. It's not two months, though. I feel, right? I feel like it's seven weeks. Really? I mean, I don't, it may, I'm just thinking, how long can you sit out and then, you know, just magically show up and practice and play in a game? Now, I don't think they're expecting him to play. And I don't think people realize just how injured he is. So he left the game on December 4th. Yeah. Okay. So we are now, it's going to be this weekend will be what, six weeks, right? Coming up, yes, but yeah. it's been yeah, it's been six weeks, five to this point, yeah. So I mean, that's yeah, a long time. You're right. Now, if there's a guy, and who, especially the way he plays, like you saw how Jalen Hurst played yesterday, did he look like sharp to you? No, no, he that's didn't. a young kid that has just basically missed three games. Yeah, and he, I, I thought games, it was sort of two and a half games critical for him to play in that game too before heading into the playoffs with having a bye week too, because that would have been a long extended stretch of him not out right. there. And as Nick Sirianni said, you know, he did make some first downs with his legs. That's the difference between between him and Gordon Minshew that he can keep a a series going by just taking off and, and making some plays. But he's not one hundred percent. But he needs the week off. But he needed to play four quarters of football to get that feeling back, even though he had only missed what two games. You know, it's, it's amazing. The two top teams in the NFC, the one and the two seed, the Philadelphia Eagles and the San Francisco 49ers. Now, I know that Jalen Hurts had an amazing year and he was an MVP favorite there for a while, but he got hurt. And the last time we saw him yesterday against the Giants wasn't sharp. But he's also a guy that we have not seen you know, really have these massive playoff games. We've seen him in college play big games, but you know, this will be his first foray into like real, legit, like Super Bowl contender type games. And then Brock Purdy as well. 
I mean, it doesn't usually work out that way. We've got two giant question marks of guys who have not had those major playoff experiences you know, going into these games. And as great as Brock Purdy has played, and, and that's why it was crucial for them to get the two seed as well, because it guarantees them two home games. I just but, think that you know their offense is so good. That you know they they're getting the right team. You know it's a team within their division, which you know well, makes, it, makes it kill. tough. They should be able to you know beat their defense pretty the Seahawks defense down pretty good. I mean I know we saw a Seahawks defense that sh- uh, shut down the Jets, but that's a different. This is a different, completely different animal. Yeah, I mean I would be very surprised, and then it's just a perfect situation for him to get a playoff game under his belt as a rookie and the last pick in the draft and Mister Irrelevant to be home against the Seahawks. Yeah, I just it's just perfect for him to be like, okay, it's not so hard. Not so, so hard. I, so out of the three wild card teams on the road in the NFC, you think the Giants are gonna win? Yep. Number six. Yeah. You think Seattle's gonna lose. Yeah. And what about the Cowboys and Bucks on Monday night? Oh man, the Cow- I don't and know. Tom Brady owns the Cowboys, by the way. I know, and, and the Cowboys I don't love like I don't know. Just the way I looked watched them yesterday. You know, outdoors in that game, and I know that they beat the hell out of my team, forty to three. But they looked awful yesterday. I mean, and the Bucks have looked bad the entire year. That that I would, as I sit here right now, I feel like I I, I would give the Bucks a nod by a by a hair. They're at home and they're playing the Cowboys, right? At just just I mean, a hair. Know, but and, and you know, the Cowboys just raises everybody's antenna, just like yesterday for the Washington Commander, Commanders. And I, out of all the players. Starting playoffs this year, 2023, the player with the most pressure on his shoulders is, wow, I know who it is. All right, hold on. Go heading into the playoffs. Right now, right now, heading into the playoffs, you know, we have 14 teams that made the playoffs. Which player will be under the most scrutiny and under the most pressure as these playoffs start? I'm going to say Josh Allen. Because this team has been a Super Bowl favorite. That he is a, it's been an MVP discussion. This is supposed to be their year. Then you have all the emotion of what happened with the team. If he comes out and doesn't play well in the playoffs, that would be, he, he's got to bring this team oh, to the Super what? Bowl. So he's indestructible. He'll play well in the playoffs. It's Dak Prescott. 100% Dak Prescott. 100%. Yeah, but how, what are the expectations for them right now? They, you know, until yesterday, the expectations were they could still have gotten a number one or possibly winning the NFC East, and they were, you know, they're trending and upward. And yesterday, all of a sudden, they lay an egg. He was so bad. I, that's what I'm saying. That's that's why, you know, I don't want to, you know, belabor the Dallas Cowboys. I don't really care. I mean, but the point being is that if if you ask me going into the playoffs, the player that is under the most pressure because he's thrown like almost the most interceptions in a league. I mean, that's how bad it's been. Yeah. Now, Tom Brady set a league record for attempts this year. 733 attempts by a 45-year-old quarterback. He completed 67% of his passes and only threw nine interceptions. And how many freaking drop passes did they have this year? Yeah, I know. And they had such a weird year. It's like Green Bay last night in the first half dropping passes. All right, did you see the spreads yet for Wildcard Weekend? I have not. All right, you want to go through a couple of them? We can, sure. All right, uh, so we'll start with the first one, Seahawks 49ers. 49ers by 7. 10. 10, okay. Uh, Chargers at Jaguars. Saturday night. I'm going to say this one's a tight one. This one's a tight one. Am I right? Yeah, it's tight. It's tight. Tight, tight, tight. Oh, 
Are the Chargers favored by one and a half? They are absolutely are. Oh, baby. Right on the nuts. Give me some of that. Uh, Dolphins at Bills Sunday, uh, Bill, 1 Bill, o'clock. Bills by 12. 10 and a half. Okay. Uh, Giants at Vikings Sunday, 4.30. Vikings, 4 and a half. 3. Ravens at Bengals Sunday night football. Bengals by 3 and a half. 6 and a half. Oh, boy. 6 and a half. But, I'll tell you, you know, if, just, I'm yeah. sorry. Watch <laughs> Watching this Bengals Ravens game yesterday. Right, so you got the Joe Mixon pulling a quarter out of his yeah, glove. Coin flip, yeah. It's, it's going to cost him 10 grand, whatever. Um, you could just see John Harbaugh seething on the sideline, you know? And this comes from directly, you know, Coach Cower and Phil, who are watching that game intently. Um, just, you could just see it. Like everything that he wants to have happen is happening in front of him. And there's a little scuffle towards the end of the game, pushing yeah. and shoving. Right. And, you know, he is going to be beating that drum starting this morning. We're going back there to kick their ass. You could just see it. Sure. He's going to need Lamar Jackson, though. Yeah, he's hoping to get Tyler Huntley back. I don't know. He's got a bad right shoulder and right wrist, so we'll see. They are not beating the Bengals. Okay, Bucks and Cowboys. Yeah, uh, we have Cowboys traveling to Tampa, the Monday night football game, wild card weekend. Bucks by two? No. Cowboys favored by five. Cowboys favored by three. Three. Okay. Cowboys I'm minus that one. three. All right, let's go to Bill's out in Pennsylvania this morning. Good morning, Bill. Hi, how you guys doing? Good, Bill. What's up? Bill, man? I'm great. I don't know about my partner, but I am great. How are you today? I understand what you're saying about your partner. I've been a diehard Viking fan. Go Vikes! For 50 years. Yeah. Yeah. And this morning, I love this show. I watch it every morning. I actually had to turn this show off. Oh, the and then call and listen to us on hold. Vikings <laughs> and not giving us, you know, not giving us any hope whatsoever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whatsoever. I had to listen to Keyshawn Johnson for five minutes. You were on hold. You were That's listening how- to us, Bill. Let's not pretend you were going oh, somewhere no, else, all right? No, so you were listening I, to I us on hold. for over an hour. All right, so... Well, we got a lot of things to say, Bill. In the morning, you know, we got to get up. We got to get right. involved. We got to give know. our opinions. Yeah, I, oh, I understand that. All right, I okay. understand that. Okay. I mean, but uh, you got to give us some chance. Come on, now, G. Come on. Granted, I watch this team all year long, and mm. people tell me, oh, boy, they're, they're 12 and 4. This, I've watched them every week. Yep. And I'm just like, I'm like, when they win a game, I just laugh. I don't even share. It's like we, it's another. Oh, you got to be kidding me! Yeah, I mean, so, so been, you're in you're in lockstep with G here, then. Right. I mean, it's been it's been. Yeah, an, there's going to be a couple of moments that we'll remember forever as fans of this oh, team: okay. the Buffalo but, game and the Indianapolis comeback. You know, there's some other really fun wins in there too: the 61 yard field goal to beat the Giants, the Jet game holding them off. There's a couple of really good wins in there, beating the crap out of the Packers week one, but. This is where it ends. I mean, it's just you have to come to terms with it, Bill. And it's all because of me. So I apologize to you. I apologize to every Viking fan that was alive before me. Everybody on the team, top to bottom, who've been working their ass off. It's all because I've trashed the Giants the entire year. And this is the way it's going to end. The Vikings world revolves around me. And I, I'm sorry, but it's just the way that it's going to work. And I'm not saying, listen, if I lived somewhere else, if I did something else, if I was Bill in Pennsylvania, if I was Tyler in Minnesota, if I was you know, Fred in South Dakota, yeah, I would say, eh, 
you know, Giants, decent matchup for the Vikings. You know, they're going to play a close game. Vikings win close games. They already beat them once. Okay. That's what I would say. But I know better sitting here. I know better. You know what you're becoming? You're becoming the Vikings' sphere of negativity. The fear of negativity? Sphere. 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 Oh, the sphere of negativity. The sphere of negativity. Yeah, you ever see one of those those balls you could buy, like, at Spectrum? And sure. they, have, they have all those electric, you know, yeah, yeah, ions yeah, yeah, in yeah, the yeah, balls you put your hand and all that stuff. Yeah, that's what you are. You're becoming the sphere of negativity. Okay. Um, and I'm sorry for Viking fans out there, but I'm happy for Giant fans. I think I'm sure you're making them very happy right now. Yeah, I would, I would hope so. Either yeah. that or you're buttering them up and softening no, them up. No, 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 no. That's not what it is. You know me. I've been doing this forever. I just you know. You and- got a bet on this game? Why would I bet on a, on a, something I can't win? Okay, all right, all right. Just make it. Why would I? Why would I do that? It's a Monday. I guess he wants gotta, to take the Vikings. Then I'll make a bet for him with him. You know, I. It's a Monday. Uh, I, now I have to do all my probing. I'm kind of probing out there to see what's going on. Doing some probing, right? And I see that you are becoming the negative sphere of a Viking uh, disdain, mm-hmm. and uh, I feel bad for you. I really do. You don't feel bad for me at all. I love you, man. You do not feel I bad do. for me at all when it comes to this. You love it. I mean, you've been no, talking about how bad they are. You're like, oh, man, the Cowboys ripped them. Oh, man, the Packers ripped them. Oh, man, look at all these stats. This is what you've been doing all year long. So you don't you don't feel bad for them at all. I feel bad for us because it's kind of like we're in a weird spot. You know, I mean, like we're dangling. Like, I, 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 I always like, I don't like the gray matter that's in between all of this. I like it one way or the other. It's either... It's black and white. Like, are you for the Vikings? Are you think your team's going to win? No. And obviously, no, well, you're why, the other way. And I feel you... bad. I just can't wrap my head around that thought process. Why can't you want your team to win but know that they're not going to? I am a glass half full guy. I don't know if you've been able to okay. kind of notice that. Right. But it's it's I, I want them to win. Okay. I would be thrilled if they did. But it's not going to happen. I don't mm-hmm. know. It's sort of like any sort of situation. Like... All right, like I want to win the Mega Millions, and I'm still going to play Jack Pocket, and I'm still going to sit there and and I've won on Jack Pocket, but it's like I want to win the 1.1 billion dollars of Jack Pocket. I want you to win it, too. and I would be thrilled if I did. Would you stay in Sayville? Yeah, I think I would. You would. Yeah, You'd I think move I would. down to the water. I'm. Well, yeah, no, I'm. I'm close enough. Or would you buy a 250 million dollar house in Southampton? I don't know what I would do, quite frankly. I'd tell you what to do. You know what I would do? I yeah. I'd, I'd go and buy the Minnesota Vikings. <laughs> That's not enough money. No, uh, of course. But no, if I had, if I, 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 wa- I would want to win the one point one billion. I'd be thrilled if I did. But I know it's not going to happen. It's sort of that thing. All right. It's okay. The same, it's the same, it's the same, same kind process. of thing. Same thought. Process. Yeah, we're we're in a weird spot. We'll get through it. It's not a weird. We spot. We always get through it. We'll Just get reality. through it. It's not weird at all. I feel like it's a weird spot. I mean, good for the Giant fans, and we'll have an extra week of playoff talk for the Giants. Al, do you feel like this is a weird spot we're in right now with them or no? Um, it probably will get weirder as the week goes on, like Friday. I mean, there's a lot of negativity emanating from him, am but it's I right? Good, but it's good negativity because most people listening are Giant fans. So that's good. to If I'm a Giant fan, I'm thrilled to be hearing this. Yeah, I mean, it's just... and. Like I said, it's great to be able to plan a week ahead because I know it's tough for guys who are like, oh, should I be going to Philly or not? Like looking at stuff. So you can just knowing that you're going to move on, you can now plan that trip to Philadelphia. Right. No way Geno Smith is going to beat the San Francisco 49ers, right? No, 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 no. So that's that's etched in stone. And that's going to be a great game, Divisional Weekend. And we're going to have a lot of fun with that Giants-Eagles. That's going to be a lot of fun. 
And then you know, Spike might come up with some idea where we do like a cross talk or something. With no, we're not, we're, not do, we're not doing that. Some cool thing like that. We're know? not doing that. And that's, you know I, what's going to happen. Midday does that. You know what's going to happen. <laughs> Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Time for one Geo on the fan and CBS Sports Network. The playoffs are set. Jerry Recco is here to break all the NFL stuff down. What's up, Jerry? Morning, brought to you by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. We'll start with the Giants and Eagles. Yesterday, that was the late game in Philly. Eagles win 22-16. They take the one seed and the bye week in the NFC. Jalen Hurts was back. A little rusty, but he got the win. Boston Scott with a touchdown run. Davis Webb, the start for the Giants. He threw for 168 yards, one touchdown. Ironically enough, it goes to Kenny Galladay, who says his teammates, by the way, nice catch, too, in the back of the end zone. Teammates happy for him. Uh, yeah, you know, uh, and that just makes me more appreciative, really, uh, that those guys got hyped for me. You know, even though we were, you know, you know, losing the game, uh, that means a lot. Imagine if you had him all season making catches like this. Huh. Well, you got to throw him the ball first. You know, yeah, well, he's got to catch it when you throw it to him. I mean, it's not like they have this this awesome passing game. Let's let's be, you know, let's dial it back a little bit. Perhaps if they had some ball, like some guys that would catch the ball, they might. I, yeah, I understand. I don't want to get into all this. I'm happy for the kid, and you saw how everybody reacted to him on the side. Yeah, no, good for him. Yes. It's been a long year for him, and who knows? Maybe, maybe he becomes 
something here in the playoffs. Maybe well, that will unlock them. Who knows? It is on to the playoffs for Brian Dable. When you play a team close all the way to the end, um, usually the team that makes a few more plays wins the game, and, and they did. So, uh, you know, all our preparation will be geared towards uh, that team. They're a fantastic team, well coached, and we're going to have to do a good week of preparation. And that team, of course, the Vikings, Saquon Barkley. Can't wait. It's a familiar opponent because we just played them not too long ago. Uh, but just excited for the opportunity. You know, you, that's what you want as a as a player, as a, a guy in leagues. You want to make it to the playoffs, and you get the opportunity. And we know we're going to a hostile environment. We've been there, a familiar opponent. Um, I'm just ready to get home and start working on them and get ready for the. Let me tell you, the coaching advantage for the Giants in this game is stark. It just is, and I understand that Kevin O'Connell in his first season won 13 games, but. There was a horseshoe stuck up his butt most of the year. Oh, boy. And, oh, Brian Dable's the coach of the year. It's sta- it's stark. The difference in coaches is stark. And when you talk about preparation, both these guys, and they talk preparation, giving all we got, getting rid of the playoffs. Uh, uh, I don't I don't trust. Here we go. I don't trust Kevin O'Connell. I don't trust. So Giants-Vikings <laughs> on Sunday <laughs> at 440. Uh, as for the Jets, they lost. Uh, no touchdowns. They lost 11-6 to the Dolphins in a game that was as boring as that final score sounds. Jason Myers kicked three field goals, including the late one, to give them the lead after that personal foul. So Quincy Williams mm-hmm. was on uh, for a horse collar that really wasn't. So Miami is... Well, the now, s- so there's people that are telling me... I don't know the rule. There's, there's now. You I got your hand has to be inside. No, 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 it doesn't have to be inside. You can't pull a guy down by the back of the, the top and back of the jersey. But it was underneath the nameplate. Let's take a look at it. Like, look there, where his hand right is. That's right on the nameplate. No, plate. but he's, he hasn't pulled him down yet. Look where his hand is when he actually. Look where his hand is. That's under the nameplate. Yeah, but if you're if you're if you are a official and you're looking at that, you're looking no, at a, the name. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You're looking at it from. You know, that, that yeah. you're pulling him down from the jersey from behind. I don't like it. That's what it is. Anyhow, Joe Flacco started for the Jets. He engineered no no, no touchdown drives. Uh, his kids were there, <laughs> which was kind of cool. They also love punishment. Uh, and Tyreek Hill, uh, as it turns out. Uh, they're all Tyreek Hill fans, obviously. I mean, who isn't? What kid isn't? But my dad promised them that, hey, if your dad's playing that last week, I'll take you down to Miami and, and, we'll, and we'll go see the game. And all of a sudden on Thursday, I'm like, hey, man, like I'm playing. And so his dad took them to the game, and they enjoyed themselves. I think that's awesome. I mean, how cool is that, like, to have that opportunity as a little kid to, like, be on an NFL football field and watch your dad go against one of your favorite players, and I think it's awesome, too. Yeah, I'm glad the Flacco's had a great day. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) unbelievable. This is what the Jets season is reduced to, making sure the Flacco kids have a nice day with Tyreek Hill. Uh, Watching Tyreek Hill beat them. (laughs) I I kind of lived that moment myself, so I'm not going to say anything about it. Understood. On his family. So the Dolphins are heading to the playoffs because the Patriots lost in Buffalo 35-23. Last hour, you heard Jim Nance on the opening kickoff return for a touchdown. Here was John Murphy on Bill's radio the second time Naheem Hines did it. Nick Folk kicking it off now. Hines takes it a yard deep in the end zone, going to bring it out. Out to the 10, to the 15, up over the 20, 25-30. Gets away from the tackler, 35-40, 45-50. They're not going to get him. He's going for another one. 102 yards. Yeah, John Murphy, Bills Radio. That was the second one. Bills beat the Pats 35-23. Josh Allen says what Hines did with the week we've had, simply amazing. You can't, you can't draw that one up, write that one up any better. Um... And I, I was just told by Kevin Kearns, it's been three years and three months 
It's the last kickoff return, so it's pretty cool. It's all in the cards. It's all in the cards. That's the way that goes. What are you doing there, Boomer? I'm just, I'm just showing Jerry, huh? I'm just showing Jerry okay. a story, that's all. So that wasn't John Murphy? I don't think that was John Murphy, no. Okay. That's all. It was Bill's radio. I know. Okay. So there you have it. Unfortunately, John Murphy uh, had a stroke. And I think it was this week. Is he okay? Yeah, it says he's... Uh, last weekend, he suffered a stroke. He's recovering at home with his family and Oof. making progress every day. Some week. My God. Yeah. So they win. That's a good thing. And moving forward, they're not the one seed. So, so if I'm right now, Kansas City's the one seed. The only way they go neutral side is if they play the Bills. That's correct? right. That's the only scenario left. What about Bills, Bengals? No, no. The Bengals would have to go to the Bills. Fair enough. So that's the scenario there. The and, and, and I'm hearing that it's Atlanta, but nothing official yet. But we'll see. All right. Elsewhere in the NFL, Seahawks beat the Rams in overtime 19-16. Seattle, the seventh seed in the NFC, thanks to the Lions beating the Packers, which we will get to. Here was Detroit looking to convert to end this game late with a 20-16 to lead at Lambeau Field. Lions fighting to get this ball game right here. They're going to go empty. Goff takes the snap, back, looks, throws, caught, first down, Detroit Lions, DJ Chark down inside the 10-yard line. This game is over. Yes, yes it was, 20-16, to 16, Lions Radio with the call there as they beat Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. They got a big pick with about three and a half minutes to go in the fourth as well. Dan Campbell's team goes 9-8 and eight after that rough start. They knocked the Packers out of the postseason, but at the end of the day, they're not going to the postseason either. The hard part of this is that it's over for this season because it is a special group, you know? And uh, nope. But, hey, that's, uh, if you got to go down that one, if it's the last one for the season, then, man, uh, what better way to go out? Than, than that for 2022. Jamal, yep. Jamal Williams ran for 72 yards, two touchdowns. Here is his interview on NBC after the game where he is uh, quite sad and emotional and then not so sad yet emotional. I'm grateful to be able to play this game for my great-grandfather and I'm glad that he's looking down on me. I know I'm making him proud. You said this ball's for him? Yeah, this is for him. Another thing, stop playing us, man. We made we the Detroit Lions. We the Detroit Lions. Stop playing with us. I don't even watch TV, but I heard everybody already picked their pick the Packers over us. Stop playing with us. That's all I gotta say, man. Don't let these tears fool you. It's all dog around this mug. <laughs> That's like two different people. Oh, this is the greatest. Yeah, within ten seconds, it's two different people. And that ball's that ball's for your your grandfather. Yes, it is. The ball's for the grandfather. It's for him. And hey, stop playing with us, man. <laughs> we the lines. <laughs> got some dog, dog up in this mother effer. <laughs> stop playing with us. My grandpa, I love you so much. I love you so much. <laughs> Shut up, Aaron Rodgers. You weirdo. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. He flipped it like that. <laughs> it's incredible. If you watch it, it's even more incredible. Yeah. To be quite honest. <laughs> Uh, here's Matt LaFleur. His team finishes 8-9 and nine out of the postseason. It's going to be a big offseason for us, obviously, to, to make sure that we uh, 
All improved. Yep, all improved. Now the question is, is Aaron Rodgers back for his $50 million, or does he finally say goodbye and walk away and retire? The Cowboys should have never even fielded a team yesterday with the way they played. Uh, they got smoked by the Commanders 26-6. to The game wasn't even that close. Here was Jerry Jones. Uh, we get to suck on that all week. <laughs> <laughs> on that all week. Was that with you at <laughs> halftime? No. Or post-game? No. That the was, voice of the Cowboys? That, that I'm not the voice of the Cowboys. That was with the media scrum. Uh, we get to suck on that all week. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even. I can't go anywhere with that. <laughs> no, you many, can't. Many, you don't have to go anywhere. Just, just let, it, let it sit there. Let it oh, lay out there, man. Uh, we get to suck on that all week. Oh. <laughs> Mm, gosh, here's what the rest of it was. And uh, if that doesn't make you want to uh, get ready to go in about six, seven days, nothing else will. Yeah. They can suck on it all week. It's <laughs> 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 your Cowboys, Jerry. Uh, yeah. No, I know. It was, uh, that was a la- That's about as bad a game as I think I've seen in uh, 10 years. I mean, it was horrendous right from the start. Too. You have the punter, Brian Anger, just Big drops job, the yes. ball. And then you got Cavante Turpin just dropping the ball, like giving it to Washington. I mean, and also think about how much oh, worse awful. it could have been. I mean, it was thirteen nothing. It really could have worse. Could have been twenty four nothing. They missed the field goal, that very short that, field goal. Yeah. Then they ended up having the turnover down yeah. uh, in the red zone. So I mean, that was there was points there uh, that they left on the board. I was just it was awful. It's amazing that uh, Dak Prescott was fourteen of. 37. And I said to Al, so he had a good drive at the end of the second quarter. Literally, with two minutes to go in the half, they went right down the field and scored. Prior to that, I believe he had thrown for four yards in the first quarter and 12 minutes. Wow, no joke. I mean, it was horrendous. They couldn't run the ball. They couldn't pass the ball. They were terrible. And everybody played, right? I everybody mean, played. Everybody played. Yeah. Because you, you had... A very outside chance of the one seed, which wasn't happening because San Francisco wasn't losing Arizona. And the NFC East. They but you didn't know about the NFC East. Could have gotten the two seed. Right. If Jalen Hurts comes out and sucks off the injury, who knows? That sounded weird. Um, and there was an onside kick. <laughs> well, it's like your owner said. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, yes, it is like the owner said. Uh, we get to suck on that all week. There yes, they do. Anyway, the Niners did hammer the Cardinals 38-13 as expected. Texans score late, get the two-point conversion, and with that, they beat the Colts while the Bears lost to the Vikings. Chicago moves ahead of them now. They have the number one pick in the NFL draft. And I want to take you to Saturday night because you're the Jaguars and Titans. Tennessee played really hard and played tough, and they had the lead in this game in the fourth quarter, and then they screwed up, and the Jags took full advantage to win the AFC South. Shotgun for Dobbs, he drops, it's a blitz, an all-out blitz, they hit him as he lets it go, the ball comes out, the ball comes out and it's picked up, the Jags are running it back, the Jags are running it back, the Jags are going to run it into the end zone, Josh Allen scores a touchdown, Josh Allen is running back for a touchdown for Jacksonville. And that was the go-ahead score, and they win the game 20-16, to and with it, win the division uh, as they were in on Saturday night, enjoying themselves down in, what is it called, Duval? Uh, Duval. Yeah. 
Yep. So how about that? Trevor Lawrence against Justin Herbert this weekend uh, in the postseason. The Texans did fire Lovey Smith. He gets just one year. And you've got Sean Payton and Jim Harbaugh looking to likely interview with the Broncos this week. It looks like Frank Reich, Jim Caldwell will interview with the Panthers this week, or at least they'll reach out to those two. We'll see what they do and what they don't do. So Saturday, Seahawks uh, and San Francisco followed by the Jags and Chargers. Sunday, Dolphins, Bills, Giants, Vikings, Bengals, Ravens, the Sunday night game, and then Monday night, Cowboys and Bucks. From Tampa, you got TCU and Georgia tonight in the College Football National Championship game. And then what else do I have here? I've got, oh, the Nets last night. So this this did not go so good for the Nets because while they did win the game 102-101, they also lost Kevin Durant to a knee injury. I think it was Jimmy Butler that fell on top of his right knee when he was going for a rebound. Here was Jacques Vaughn. What's up with KD? Yeah, you know, he didn't finish the game. And uh, just right knee, he'll get evaluated tomorrow. And uh, then hopefully I'll have some more info from you. evaluation Yeah, most likely, Brian, it will include imaging just to make sure we're good, yeah. MRI, yeah. that was, And that, by the way, that was about, not exactly how much time, but he had uh, hurt the knee a little prior to that. That was an ankle, too. That. Is that his foot that had the Achilles uh, problem? But that was a, definitely a knee injury is what they called. Wow. Yeah, I mean, and I, I ended up watching this video of Jacques Vaughn, and I, I did not feel, he's such just a happy guy to begin with, yeah. but I did not feel like he thought that this was a well, devastating injury. Number one, Durant tried to stay in. Yeah. Didn't. And two, Durant was waiting for the team, apparently fired up with the win, like wasn't laying out in the, you know, on the bus sure. and in pain. He was apparently doing okay. He's got yeah. skinny ankles. Of course, we know well, he's this. a thin guy. Yeah, yeah very seven good. feet tall, and he's uh, very lanky. But they have won eighteen of twenty. Royce O'Neal had to go ahead tipping with three seconds to go, and then Jimmy uh, Butler got absolutely mauled on the other end, and they didn't call a foul. Don't know why. So the Nets do win. You got the Knicks home for the Bucks tonight. Iowa beat Rutgers on Sunday, seventy six sixty five, snapping Rutgers five game winning streak, and. Your Terps, Maryland wins. Uh, they beat number twenty four Ohio State, eighty to seventy three. Jameer Young had thirty points. Yeah, yes. he, he played. He didn't play great against uh, you guys, but he had a great game uh, on Saturday. And I would say that it was all about the free throw shooting. All about free throw shooting. Yes. And Northwestern beat Indiana, so it's crazy, crazy, crazy league for sure. It is. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.
right, Boomer and Geo on the fan and CBS Sports Network. One of the big rumors is Sean McVay. Is he going to step away from the Los Angeles Rams because they're going to have to go through this massive rebuild after winning a Super Bowl championship and essentially having no future because they traded away all their picks, which to me is worth it. I really believe that if they go through hell for five or six years, it's worth it to have a championship because I have not seen one of those. I would give just about anything in the sports world uh, to be able to see a championship. So they were able to get that. So I'm not going to blame them for where the organization is now. But the chatter is, and I'm sure he's the one that's leaking it, is that he doesn't want to go through a rebuild. And he wants to go and maybe do something else, not necessarily broadcasting, but but step away from the Rams, which uh, to me is still surprising. I, I, I just, he's so young, he's so energetic. He brought a championship to that team. I mean, I, I just, I find it odd that all of this rumor mill is swirling around Sean McVay leaving the Rams. All right, so I want to say this. Yeah. I, I actually admire Sean McVay, love him as a coach, love the way that he, he runs his team, yeah. had his team in two Super Bowls, two different quarterbacks, the whole thing. Love it all. Yeah. But this is such a millennial thing. <laughs> I'm going to quit when things aren't going right. I mean, come on. Now, do we gotta believe me. this guy? The- this guy's making like 10 to $15 million a year coaching a football team. Right. Now, all of a sudden, he gets a little tough. We want to walk away. Now, I mean, then who would coach that team? Right, right, exactly. I, I really don't have any idea. And they've lost a bunch of staffers over the years to other teams' head coaching vacancies. But, I mean, it just... He never struck me as that type of guy. Though. That's just, why I, I find I this report to be very weird. We went down this last year after they won the Super Bowl. Maybe he steps away and goes to Prime Video. You remember that whole yep. thing? Mm-hmm. I, you know, I don't know. I'm sure that uh, anybody in TV would love to have him. He'll be able to do whatever he wants if he wants to do it. I'm just like, you know, like the the hardcore football guy in me. Says now, now you want to walk away after your after your uh, general manager spent all that draft capital on bringing guys in, and your owner spent all that money to help you get a Super Bowl, and kind of I don't, it's not easy, it's never easy, but made it easier for you with bringing in Odell Beckham Jr., bringing in Von Miller, bringing in Matthew Stafford, uh, you know, extending uh, Andrew Whitworth, uh, uh, paying Aaron Donald, you know, all these things that they did in order to be able to keep. Or, or to get to the team to where it could win a Super Bowl, and it did. And then you're going to walk away on your owner? Now, I don't know if there's any other internal things going on. I don't know if there's a fight over players or a fight over maybe he wanted the draft picks and maybe Les Snead, the GM, who says, F those picks, wears a T-shirt to their Super Bowl parade. I mean, I was going to come back and bite them in the ass. Yeah. Now, I'm like, you're going to leave now? Well, I'll give you an example of a guy who did the exact opposite of that, and that's Mike Tomlin. Mike Tomlin, who had been there, this was his 16th season. He had been there for 15 years. Ben Roethlisberger retires. He's got a first-round draft choice in Kenny Pickett. He's got Mitch Trubisky, Mason Rudolph, the general manager there he'd been working with for the last number of years. Over a decade, Kevin Colbert steps down. They are in a rebuild, and they get off to a miserable start. And what does he do? He brings them all the way back and has another winning season at 9-8. and eight. That's the definition of not quitting when you're going through a rebuild, which is what we're hearing from Sean McVay. Right, and, and the point being is that, you know, if it weren't for the Jets, <laughs> you know, sucking it up yesterday against uh, Skylar Thompson and the Dolphins, Ugh. you know, the Steelers are going to be in the playoffs. And exactly. they, they would have a much better chance of than potentially winning than, yeah. than I think the Dolphins. Ugh. Could you imagine, well... 
I, I think a rookie quarterback on the road to uh, Buffalo would be tough. But, you know, no matter who plays quarterback for the Dolphins, it's going to be a really difficult game for them to go up, up into Buffalo and win this weekend. But I, I'm right there with you, man. I'm like, man, why? Now we want to leave? If, if that is true, it's very disappointing. And he Unless never, there's something personal in the building that we yeah, don't know about. Right, right, which is a possibility. And a lot of that stuff does come out after the fact. And we're talking about, yo, is it fair if the Bills don't get a bye or not because of what happened in the Tamar Hamlin game? Well, it turns out they got a bye anyway with Miami going up to Buffalo with Skylar Thompson. But it also, like, like I said, there's only one scenario left, and that's the potential for an AFC championship game between the Chiefs and the Bills to be played at a neutral site. Everything else... You know, was taken care of by Kansas City essentially winning and Cincinnati winning yesterday. All right, let's go to Tracy in East Islip. What's going on, Tracy? Hi, good morning, fellas. How are you? Good, Tracy. What's up? Uh, sorry, you have to excuse Lost it this weekend. My son had a St. John of God roller hockey game that was pretty intense over there. <laughs> roller hockey. You lost your voice at a roller hockey game. That's a great sports parent there. I know, I know. You know, uh, Firefighter Billy Moon who lost his wife a couple of weeks ago. His son plays with my son, and we had a big. Uh, it was our first game back after after uh, his funeral and everything this weekend. So it was a pretty important game, and this is what happens. <laughs> so uh, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, we got you. Yep. Okay. So listen, I wanted to comment because you know this whole Zach Wilson thing. I mean, my thing with this guy is like his lack of work ethic and everything. You know, if you noticed in the first quarter, you know the the camera happened to um, go on him and they happened to show him on the sidelines and and they had Flacco come off the field and Flacco sat next to him and you see Flacco looking at the. Um, looking at the film, and then you see um, Zach Wilson next to him just sitting there, and then next to Zach Wilson is uh, Mike White, and Mike White sitting there in plain clothes looking at the film, and Zach Wilson's just sitting there doing nothing. He's staring into space, and then he's looking at his fingernails, and then the camera goes off of him, and he, at the same time as he's looking at his nails, and he goes to show uh, Mike White his fingernail like he has a hangnail or something. Now, the other two quarterbacks are sitting there paying attention, and they, it just shows his lack of work ethic and and his his just complete dysfunction. And it, and it shows why he lost the locker room and everything, because his dedication is just not there. Yeah, Tracy, I think, I mean, there's legitimate Zach Wilson criticisms, and we've talked about him through the entire year, but catching him on camera for several seconds on the sideline looking at his fingernails is just not one of them. I, just, I would also say that, you know, he has every right. Right, to be kind of ticked off this week because of what Rob Sala said earlier in the week. Sure. Go read a book. Go get away from the game. Next thing you know, you're dressing for a game that you didn't think you were going to dress for. So, you know, it's just a weird place that he's in. You know, Mac Jones just finished his second year, played decently yesterday, played better yesterday. Maybe a bad interception here or there, but overall played reasonably good. It wasn't his fault that they lost the game, but... You know, you, you, you think that there's a future for him and there, there will be a third year for him in New England. You know, and Jeff Fan is sitting here watching this yesterday, watching everything that has transpired this year, wondering, are the Jets going to go with the third year with Zach Wilson? And most NFL observers will tell you they need to. They, they should go with a third year and see what, what they have in this kid and whether or not he's going to be able to grow up this offseason. But then again, you know, you, you risk really... I mean, setting his place on fire. 
Yeah, if they come back with Rob Sala, Zach Wilson, and Mike LaFleur, that is going to be, I mean, just awful. I mean, you talk about going from 7-4 and four to 7-10 and 10, and then bringing back all of those guys again. I mean, that it's, it's going to be tough. Now, I understand why NFL people would say that bringing Zach Wilson back is the best thing to do because he's still on his rookie contract. Uh, he's a guy that clearly has talent. Maybe you put him with the right coach. And this year is a perfect example of you know guys who have struggled. They get with the right coach, and then all of a sudden, things change. So, I mean, I, I do think there is something to be said about that. But it just can't be here. He's got to get that other coach somewhere else. It cannot be here. It's not going to work here. It did not work here. It will not work here. It could work somewhere else. But he cannot be on this team next year. Well, you don't think that this is a... Like Daniel Jones had success. He had success this rookie year. year. Plus, he got hurt last year at the end of the season, mm-hmm. and you know was replaced by you know Mike Lennon and Jake Fromm. I mean, so when you think about that, and you think about a new coach coming in and an offensive-minded coach that had a lot of success at Alabama with Jalen Hurts. Of course, they were showing that yesterday during the game, and then of course being up there in Buffalo with Josh Allen, you figure, okay, maybe we got the right coach to unlock our quarterback. Is there a coach out there that can unlock this quarterback? I don't know. I, I, I that that that's the million-dollar question, really. I mean, and. All the things that they were saying about Zach Wilson, I like if I'm Zach Wilson, why the hell do I want to be here? Yeah, that's another part of this. I mean, it's just it's not it's just not working on his side, on their side. It just it, he cannot. Uh, t- the, the fan base they want blood this year. They always want blood, but they want blood this year for a different reason because they believed they believed that they were, they were seven and four, and they looked like they were trending in the right direction. It's a it's a different type of. <sighs> The wanting heads to roll type of thing this year. And and Zach Wilson just he just he just can't go back. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.